Philosophy Thoughts Podcast, episode number nine. And we got a we got a good show today, man. I'm excited about today, y'all. Y'all, how y'all feeling, man? Yo, today's a good one, man. I can't I can't wait to actually ask questions and learn more. Facts, facts, right. yo. Facts, yo. But, but before we get started, y'all, I want to go ahead and make sure y'all click subscribe, follow, leave comments, share. Get this open, y'all. Especially, I, I just I just got a feeling about this show today, man. All right? So I want to make a toast, y'all. I want to make, make a toast for episode nine, all right? What you toast? And what I want to toast to is I want to toast to us being able to make this happen. Being facts. able to have different people from different races, different ethnicities, different mindsets, be able to come on the same platform and give their perspective without judgment. Facts. I appreciate that from us. So cheers, fellas. Cheers. Yo, we got a special guest in the building, y'all. And I'm gonna let I'm gonna let L Boogie. I'm gonna let L Boogie introduce this this man, this man here we got on tonight. Yeah, we, yeah, we got my boy Dr. Randy Jackson. <laughs> And make sure, please say the doctor, you know, <laughs> put some respect on that, on that man name. You work Bad. hard for it. Yo, Appreciate it. Yeah, Appreciate man. it. So, um, you know, I know you very well. Anybody else don't know you, but, you know, we going to get into it. You know, you, you can tell where you're from, you know. A little bit about your yeah. story. Yeah, you ain't got to drag it out, but yeah, we, we, <laughs> hey, hey, Randy, we know you know his ass because when I said L Boogie, you look yeah. like <laughs> 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 this nigga L Boogie. That shit came out too fluent. Who is Boogie? Yeah. Hey, what y'all what y'all call him when y'all were young, bro? We call. Oh man, it really it depends. So if we going way back. We called him can't get right. Way, way back in the day. <laughs> Why? Because he, he used to never talk. He used to never talk. They thought Leon was a mute. They thought he couldn't speak. The, the thing is, he just shy. So if he know you and he ride with you, he'll talk. But if he don't know you, he's sitting in the cut like. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. He, he Remember I said talk. a couple episodes, I said, yeah, you got to really know. You got to yeah. really know me like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Yo, no, like, yeah, yo, yeah. I, I can attest to that though because <laughs> I didn't know him. Like I, yeah. I I didn't know him like I know him now until mm-hmm. maybe LA. You get know what I'm saying? So it's like in college, I knew him. I was like, yo, I respect this man because he always out the way. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I knew that about him. I we I can't say we were friends, but I just knew mm-hmm. that about him from watching. Yeah. So I saw that side of him, like, but that's something that I respected. Like, cause I'm I ain't that way completely, but I'm that way. Like a lot of people yeah. don't. I'm I'm quiet. I'm scoping the scene. I ain't around. I, but I and I saw him that same way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I ain't had to go and say nothing to him. I'm like, yo, we understand each other. Like I we ain't gotta yeah. we got that understanding. So but now, you know, that I'm around him and he talk a little bit more to me. <laughs> you know <Yeah>. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Can't uh, get right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't trust people though. Yeah, Yo, that's out of pap ass. That's that's that growing up in Jersey, it was always like if we ain't know you, if we ain't rock with you, then we was just like, all right. All yeah, right. we ain't <laughs> just kept it real, real yeah. close knit. Yeah. Yeah, Dang. Yo, that like so lot much of, different. A lot of shisty people up there, a lot of people looking to yeah. get over on you. Yeah. So it was like if I ain't rock with you, if I ain't break bread with you and, and know you like that, then 
We we mm-hmm. seen too much grimy shit growing up. Yeah. So that's why the way I am. Like I'm not gonna be too comfortable with you until mm-hmm. I. Yo, right oh. what, what part what? of Jersey you from? I'm from uh, I'm from the same part as Leon. So uh, Somerset, Franklin okay. Township, New mm-hmm. Brunswick. So right right smack in the middle of Jersey, right where Rutgers University is. Okay. Yeah. So I grew up like walking distance from Leon House. I met him when I when I first moved over there. So I think I was like ten years old. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I think third, third or fourth grade, something like that. Right? Yeah. I think I'd be a different person if I went to school, like went to college up north, bro. Like I, I feel it's, like I'd be a different, different person right yeah. now. Because yeah, the lifestyle is just so different. Yeah, it's yeah. in the south. Because I'm from, we from Carolina, South Carolina. So uh-huh. the lifestyle, just listening to that shit is. I can't Very different. Well, yeah. What made you want to be a doctor, bro? Oh, well, what man. What doctor are you? What type of doctor are you for the yeah. people? What made you want to be a doctor? So uh, my specialty is family medicine. So I'm like general primary care doctor. So I take care of everybody. I, I take care of kids. I deliver babies. I, t- I do women's health stuff. I take care of like adults. So I do a little bit of everything. Um, and then what got me into medicine? Um, it's a long story, honestly. I, I wanted to do it when I was a kid. I thought it was cool. And as I got older, I was like, all right, how, like, what, what's going to bring value to my life? What's going to give me that sense of purpose? And like math and science was, it was always like, nah, it's, it's not too bad. Not, not too difficult to get through. Um, then I just saw how people like who look like us got treated. And was like, nah, some, somebody got to step in and, and do something. So, Damn. I mean, yeah, that's that's really the big, like, motivating factor behind everything is, like, trying to balance stuff out or trying to, to do more for people who look like us. Yeah, so, so how in the medical world, the world that you're in now, is yeah. that still a thing? Like, do oh. doctors treat black people yes. different? Really? Big time. Big time. There's studies showing like um, just doing polls on doctors, like how they perceive uh, different people, how they perceive their their pain. So for black people, uh, doctors tend not to believe them when they come in saying that they're in pain oh. or that something's going on. I mean, it's it's widely researched, pub, like published articles about like. No, I, can, I I believe that. I yeah, believe it too. I believe it too. It's true. It's they true be like, you'll be all right. Just go to uh, go get some Tylenol. And yeah, for real. Exactly. <laughs> it it goes all the way back to like, I mean, seven sixteen seventeen hundreds because they used to experiment on black people without yes. without any anesthesia, without any uh, without any drugs, and they'll be like, well, these people are subhuman, so they they perceive pain different anyway, so it doesn't matter. And then that kind of thought process and that kind of rhetoric just really just stayed in place over the years to where where we at now. It, to me, it's all about skin color. It don't matter about socioeconomic status. You can be black and poor, black and rich. They still going to treat you differently. Yeah. Yo, and mm-hmm. to, to, to my spiritual people, yo, that that's an understanding. Like, I believe that we're gods, number one. So when I say we are gods, it takes so much more. You know, we we can tolerate and endure so much more and still yeah. be the same. You know what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. Think about that shit. Like we we're actually we're the same going through that shit. So imagine mm-hmm. if we didn't have to go through that shit. We have to find our way and escape that. And it's from people like you. You know, for people like you being the hero of the community. You know what I'm saying? Like that is that shit is that shit is heroic, bro. Like I respect Appreciate it. that. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. it. I, I, one thing I do respect is uh just the challenge of going through medical school and all that shit. Cause I was there. I remember yeah. I, used to, I used to be up there, there and I'd be like, yo, step, step away. What, I was like, yo, what you doing this weekend? It's like, yo, I gotta study. So right. every so, single time it's like, yo, I gotta study, yo, I gotta study. What was that process like? What was that process <laughs> like leaving from oh, <laughs> coming man. out of high school and then going to college? Like bruh, it was it was bad. It was rough because um like I'm the first person in my family to graduate from high school. So like when when I was coming out of high school, I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do. I don't know where I'm going. Uh, I found some programs in Jersey through through Rutgers that were designed for first generation students, like underserved minority students, but it was like boot camp. So the summer right after I graduated high school, I had to go into this program and basically live on campus and, and, and go through boot camp just to get into college. Man, and, that's just, that's yeah. it was it was good because it offers support, but it was like, yo, why they treat us like shit? Cause we poor. So it was, it was, it used to fuck with me because I'm like, I'm not stupid. Yeah. I I just come, I don't come from nothing. So, but that that was like part of the game. So if you if you choose to go through that, they're gonna make you do all this extra stuff. Like, like a pre-remedial course and shit. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. And I it used to piss me off because I'd be like, yo, bro, I'm not stupid. I'm I'm just poor. Like they, they, yeah. I don't think the two go together. Yeah. 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 One thing I can say, yo, you did work hard though. Bro. That. Even oh, like man. we played sports together, we played football yeah. together, we wrestled together. We was on a wrestling team. We used to wrestle too. And the, mm-hmm. the nigga used to push me. He used to push me. I ain't gonna front. Every day. I'm like oh, every day. God. Practice, <laughs> push me. Like we used to go at it too. Like every, like to the point where we was gonna fight. Yeah, every day. Yeah, because it was, Damn. it was like, ain't no point of being here if we ain't gonna go hundred percent. I give you credit. Day. You did push me on that though. Cause, oh yeah. But, you because you was you was the better athlete and the better wrestler, but I you wasn't about to show me up. Yeah. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> you was not about to show me up. <laughs> so my question, my question to what you were saying, like, so how mentally wise, how did you get yourself through, even though you knew like they was asking you to do all this extra stuff, this, that, and the third, how did you get yourself through that moment and then go on to the next part? Oh um, man, I had to lock in. Like I had to, I had to cut out a whole lot of stuff. So that first summer, like right after I, I got my high school diploma, I got to that program and they used to just like yell at us and, and threaten like, oh, if you don't keep your grades up, we're going to kick you out, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, you know what? I don't want nobody on me. I don't want nobody worrying about me. Like, I'm going to just get this shit done so I can get out of here. So that what that entailed was like cutting off a lot of stuff. So like no parties, no going out, no like really just if it wasn't work or schoolwork related, you wasn't going to see me there. Mm. Yeah. So mm. that, I mean, that went all, all through college. Cause I worked every, every semester, like two or three jobs. Um, 
had the pre-med stuff going, had to keep a really high GPA. So I had to really like my friends knew it, it was very common not to see me for four or five months at a time. Damn. Yeah. Tell them the, the amount of hours you study a day oh, in man. med school. People don't know. Yeah. And, so, and tell me how school, many hours hours a day you study. I mean, we we talking like 12 to 16 hours a day most days. Man. Yeah. Study. It was yeah, just like hitting books, reading, research, like learning how to to really understand stuff on on like a completely different level. Because um, people nowadays, yeah. you know, they, a lot of people that I've been around growing up, they like, I study an hour a day. And then we think <laughs> that shit is a lot. You know what I'm saying? Damn. <laughs> damn. They study I, I barely study an hour a week in college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, you're right. yeah. Right. I study an hour a day. I'm like, damn, they smart. <laughs> they study an hour a day. I know they, they got to know a lot of shit. <laughs> Yo, baby. He said 12 I should, hours. I should be like, yo, you got to come to a black college, yo. You got to come that's, to HBCU, yo. That's big, though. No, that's, def- that's definitely big. I, yeah, hell yeah. 12 hours? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. I can't even sleep rough, for 12 man. hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. But 12 hours yeah, a day, was, yo. It was, yeah, it, it pushed me because it was like so many different licensing exams that you got to sit for six hours, eight hours, like all, all those different tests. So you just get used to it. Uh, Cause it, like, if you got an eight hour test, then you gotta be used to sitting for eight, nine, 10 hours at a time. Just eight so you could, test. you could get the, oh yeah. Multiple, multiple. <laughs> yeah. Eight, yeah. Eight, eight that, that's exactly what I so, said. So what was your motivation? Like, what was your motivation through all of this? Like it has to be, some kind of motivation to make somebody say, oh, yeah. I'm going to keep doing this. It was a lot of it was internal. It was always like a race, me, me versus me kind of thing. Like, I don't come from shit. I, I ain't never have nothing. No, no opportunity at nothing. So it was like, how far can I take this? Because I don't is, even though I don't have shit, there's no excuse. Like, I'm here with the people who went to the prep schools and their parents as doctors and they went to Ivy League undergrads and they had all the opportunities and they in the same room with me. So I was just like, if I could keep pace with them and I ain't have not nearly what they had, that that means that I, I could really take this shit to a whole nother level if, if I could lock in. So it was it wasn't even competing against them. It was competing against me because I was like, they, they they got all the re- they got all that extra shit. And I don't. So how how can I how can I make myself better? How can how can I surpass that shit? Yo, that's that shit crazy though. But the amount of resources that y'all have up north, yo, to be able yeah. to get into yeah. that type of stuff early, yeah. you don't see that mm-hmm. shit in the south. Yeah, that's yo. yeah. Yo, Randy, we that's I talked to Tweezy about it. Uh, I can't remember episode, but uh, I was saying up north got a lot of more programs. Yeah. yeah, down south. If you so poor and you out in the country, you on your own. Like, and that's where we no from. <laughs> that's yeah. where we from. We that, from the country. And that's why you got to encourage. Yeah. That's why you got to encourage the kids like to get to leave home. A lot of kids don't want to mm-hmm. leave home. A lot of kids want to want to stay home, stay go to the local college and do this and do that. But nah, you got to get out of Bruh. there, bro. Yeah. Florence, my Florence was so Florence was so small and had me so trapped. I was used to I used to go places like. Yo, I ain't ever leaving Florence. 
I don't care mm. where I'm going. I ain't ever leaving. Like you, I'm from Florence. Like that. Like mm-hmm. that's the type of attitude I had, yo. And but when I opened up the world, opened up to me, and I put that shit to the side, it's a whole nother world. Yeah, like you know, a lot of people get. St- yep, you're right. A lot of people get stuck in that mentality. Like it's comfortable. Like it's what you know, so you don't want to leave it. Not realizing like how many <laughs> other doors to open up. See, you, it's crazy you say that, Tweezy, because people in Jersey want to leave because that shit is just too damn expensive. These be like, yo, yeah. I got to get the fuck out of Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's Taxes. Yo. Taxes. But, but, the crazy. Crazy, but the craziest thing about all that is if somebody come from Jersey and come to Florence, they'll take over. Somebody come from Florence and go to Jersey, they'll see a whole nother world. And they'll be like, oh, I can do this. I can do that. They expose to so many different things. So it's mm. like when you go from different environments and you... Because the only reason I say somebody come from Jersey and go to Florida yeah. and take over because they already know the game and they understand everything when they get there, it's easy to them. They're like, oh, y'all doing, man, we've been doing this. I can do this. I can do that. And yeah. it's, it's but you know, it is the South. It's easier to go South and set up, like set up businesses and stuff. It's so yeah. much easier. Yeah, it's definitely. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to deal with the politics. Like when you go up North, yeah. you got to deal with the politics. Bruh, a lot of easy. politics. Yeah. yeah, but, and it's also easy because y'all make bigger money than us. So it's easy, like yeah. to, for you to transfer down for what y'all paying for some small shit. Y'all can live probably like a king in the south. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's like that. We talk crazy. about that all the time. Yeah, that shit is crazy, bro. <laughs> like that shit is wild. I respect, I respect that motivational factor, man. Because you, you could take somebody yeah. who come from like a situation where they don't really have shit, and then they get put into like school or something like that. And when times get hard, they just. All right, man, I can't do this. I'm done. I mm-hmm. respect like that. You kept that motivation going because, like, you, yo, 12 hours a day, and then you said an eight hour <laughs> test, yo. You said an eight hour test. Mul- eight, multiple. Like, multiple, multiple eight hour tests. Yeah. Like, who, like, anybody who don't come from nothing, like, I'm just, I'm not going to say that about everybody, but majority of these people, they like, yo, I ain't going to do this because, man, I don't have to do this. I'm cool where I'm at. But that yeah. takes a whole different type of motivation, yo. Self appreciate that. Yeah, it deters it deters a lot of people. That it's it's set up that way for a reason to to deter poor people and people from lower socioeconomic status not to want to do it. It's just like damn, it takes a long time. Yeah. It's expensive. I need all this support and these resources. Like it ain't even worth it. I'm not gonna do it. I didn't even think about that. But yo, you gotta mm-hmm. remember, like Randy, a lot of your classmates and Rutgers, they didn't have to worry about money, finances, yeah. and stuff like that. They was it's good. Stressed. Especially like the black schools, we be trying to survive, yo. Like yo, people don't understand, survival. like people be trying to survive. Like the survival thing is real. <laughs> like, yeah, it's that's real. So even outside the, of even I, HBCUs, yeah. outside of the twelve hours studying and outside of the eight hour test, you got to worry about how I'm gonna get my phone bill. Am I'm gonna be able to pay my car? Am I'm gonna be able to yeah. afford rent. Right. You got all this other stuff to worry about when they just. Can easily go to school, do what they got to do. They living exactly. for them. they living they living for themselves, I and mean, we yeah. living for yeah. everybody else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what that's what it is. So, so especially mm-hmm. when you you are family oriented, like if you ain't family oriented, that's it. Like they be don't right. get. But when you family oriented, like your family is important to you, like mm-hmm. that's it. You got to be a lot of places that are, your mind ain't always in yeah. the right place. Hey, yo, I, so, I agree with that. So what what uh. What could you tell black women? Mm-hmm. What could what can they do to? Because I keep hearing a lot of people. When I told them I was speaking with a doctor, they were saying, "Yo, can you ask about you know black women and having these doctors? You know that's not going to take care of them properly." Yeah, what can black women do, man. To protect I, I'll be honest with you, like that. 
it's it's a scary place. Like uh, us as black dudes, it's like you know we we got big targets on us, but black women in the healthcare system they they at the bottom of the bottom like it's it's dangerous anytime they go to the doctor anytime they go to get checked out because it's just the way that the system's designed like they get put on the back burner and i mean like affluent black women not not just people from low like lower socioeconomic status i mean people who got access people who got privilege they did it's it's the perception of like oh they're ghetto or oh they're different oh they they have higher pain tolerance oh they you know they don't deal with this and, and that's how you know dangerous situations get so get uh put in place so they put you they just put you in the same socioeconomic status no matter what your economic status is yeah they that they just look crazy. at you like like oh that's, that's crazy yeah, it, it it ain't right. And I've I've encountered it every step of the way. And every time I encounter it, it's harder and harder to deal with. Like the higher on the ladder I go, because I'm like, yo, it's not supposed to be this way. Like you're not supposed to treat people like that. So where I'm at, I just I call it out wherever I see it. Like regardless of, of what's gonna happen to me. Uh like Damn, I did my residency. Real shit, bro. Yeah. You I, have to. Yeah. I got a good question for you because people yeah. want to know. People want to know. So uh, going through residency, right? You yeah. work the emergency room, right? Yeah. So how was the experience working in an ER? Because you worked in, uh, can I say the city? Yeah, you can say. St. Louis. And we know that was like, the time you say it was the most dangerous city in the country. Yeah. So It was wild. How it, was it like was the wild. ER experience, like the crazy stuff you've seen and stuff like that? It was, it was wild, like a lot of, lot of gun violence, a lot of, I mean, a lot of people with chronic illnesses. Um, there was not a lot of hope there, like there's not a lot of access, not a lot of opportunities for people. So the stuff I saw there was just like mind blowing. I'm like, yo, how could people be this sick? Or like, how can people li- like survive like this? Because they, they didn't have nothing. Just like working in in the ER, even in the clinic setting, I would just be like, "Yo, this is this is blowing my mind." Like coming from East Coast, where like if you was poor, you still had like some opportunity or some access. If you poor out there, mm-hmm. it ain't looking good. So, so did you ever have to do like therapy because some of the shit you seen? Yeah, like, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I figured. I was like. You've been a doctor all this year. You gotta do something like yeah. for you. It was some. It was some crazy stuff I I seen there. Stuff where it's just like, yo, that's not supposed to happen to people. Man, yeah, it's still happening. Oh yeah, like like so that's, that's. You got your COVID shot, yo? Yet? Yeah. Yeah. You oh. did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How you feeling? Yeah. I mean, after the after the second dose, I was like fatigued for like did a day or two. They, did but they make you get it? Or they I mean it was recommended. kind of like send an email like, you know, we got COVID yeah. shots available. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, since so. I'm seeing patients every day, I mean I'm at risk. So it was like, you know, risk benefit analysis. I was like the uh, keep it real. You ain't want to get it done though. Keep it real. I was 
I was on the fence about it. Yeah. I, I mean, just just given the history of uh, experimentation, you ain't got to be around the bush, Craig. No, uh, nah, I'll be real with you. I was I was definitely on the fence about. It. I was like, uh, this ain't looking good. They they done experimented on us enough. Yeah, yeah. This shit's still the clinical trials though. I don't care. Yo, I'm what? But would you recommend it? Oh, are you allowed to say that? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I would. Um, I would just because like. What else do we have? That's true. Yeah, that that was how I rationalized. It. I was like, I said, what else? What else do yeah. we got? Nah, but you feel you got to get everything done. So yeah, yeah. got to get the flu shots, all that shit. So mm-hmm. you already know. I got I yeah. got a question for you too, though. And I I mean, it's not a spot question, but it's like, don't yeah. be scared to ask so many questions. No, no, either. it's not. You no, ask not, me whatever. No, I'm not scared to ask. Yeah. I'm just saying like. Being being that you went through everything you went through to get where you're at, what are you? How would you? How would you? I'm trying to figure out how to say it because I'm trying to figure out like how would you go back and give back to like help kids who come from the same situation you come from get to where you're at. What, oh, what, I've been doing I've been doing that the whole way. Okay, the whole way. Uh, it's that's been the most important thing to me. Uh, like. We set up tutoring programs for kids, outreach programs for young kids to get them like exposed to math and science, uh, fundraisers where we get in school supplies for kids, Men- mentorship programs where like we work in one-on-one with people, going to schools. Like when, when I was in college, I started doing motivational speaking. So I started going to schools all over Jersey and then it spread as I made more contacts. I would go to to New York, I go to Pennsylvania, I go to DC, I go to Maryland. Damn. And this was uh, this was all free. This was yeah. like I'm driving my car, my gas. I'm not charging nobody nothing cuz it's important. It's important for kids, especially kids who look like us to see somebody that looks like them, that's successful, that's doing stuff besides rapping, besides playing sports, shit like that. Something that's a little bit more outside the box. Cause then they could say, well, shit, you know, I, I've seen somebody who looked like me who can do it. Um, I could do that too. So have, That's you, real. have you ever thought about like expanding? I mean, I heard, I heard the, the cities and the cities you name. Have you ever thought about expanding further to the South? Because I mean, Oh yeah. That knowledge, that knowledge kind of stay go, don't go past that one line. That's yeah, nah. That's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, I was I did it in Missouri too. When I when I got to St. Louis, uh, I just started networking. We set up um a nonprofit that raised raised a bunch of money, got book bags, school supplies, and then we'd go to different schools like in the hood and just give it out because we knew where those kids was coming from. They ain't had nothing. Like they wasn't eating breakfast. They, they, you know, they wasn't living right. So it was, it was doing stuff like that. And then doing like community health screenings where we giving out free stuff and that's going to get people to come in. And while they there, you checking blood sugars, you checking blood pressure, stuff like that. And trying to get people to come, like come to the office and be seen. Um, so that, I mean, that stuff is vital. Cause it's just like, inherent mistrust yeah amongst black people in this country against the healthcare system and, and rightfully so yeah because yeah. and the only reason i asked that question is because right. I yeah. while you was talking i'm thinking like what could possibly done be done for like high school seniors who 
actually, maybe at one time, they like, I want to be a doctor, do this, do that. But when they got to like their senior year, they get told like, yeah, you're going to have to do this. You have to do this, take all these classes. And they like, well, I, I'm not going to do it. So I was just mm-hmm. thinking like a nonprofit or something like that would be a good idea for like a couple of schools just to do a trial and error at like to see, yeah. to actually get seniors involved and understand the health field. Cause like you said, it's like, a lot of people have been brought up to hate the help on um, the medical system mm-hmm. It's because it's flawed in different ways. But if we can reach out as a community, as a black community to these seniors who, who will be the next medical profession, yeah. like that, that'll actually help the whole situation somewhat for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Girl, why the hell you keep looking up, yo? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, you... I'm, no, I'm looking at the, um, the bracket. Yeah, this nigga, this nigga nervous. Griff, Griff living in DC right now. <laughs> no, I'm looking at, I'm looking at, at DC. I'm looking at the bracket. You know That's, it's March Madness, so I'm looking at how this bracket about to play out right now. Uh, that was some real shit that you just said, bro. I just couldn't. I kept focusing on why the fuck he keep he keep looking up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, my, my TV on ESPN right now, man. Yo, but Yo. what you what you doing for the for the black community, but for the colored community? Um, yeah, I, I would I would. I'm learning some like credit. I feel like credit is so- something that we have minimum understanding of in the black community. Yeah. So my passion right now, truthfully, is I'm actually taking information from people about mm-hmm. I'm purchasing, purchasing information to learn about this credit shit. So yeah. and fe- like felons and shit like that, like helping them with their credit. So I, we should partner. We should partner on something like we, yeah. we should, we should, we should be with it. Yeah, we should definitely partner on something, yo. And once yeah. I get all the knowledge that I feel like I need to be com- not comfortably, you know, yeah. doing that shit for people, we should definitely Absolutely. partner and, and create Absolutely. some type of program or some shit, yo. Like something. Yeah. It, I, I agree. It's it's important, man, because like I, I feel like a lot of a lot of outreach programs and stuff get to people too late. Like you right. you'll get to people when they're senior year of college and they got like a one point something GPA and it's like, damn, you want to help, but it's like, damn, how could we have gotten to these people earlier? So that's why I was like, I started going to like the the elementary schools and the middle schools and and getting to the kids then because I'm like, yo, if we, if we catch them now, we we can make so much more of a difference versus like getting to them when they're already in high school because they need the support when they're in high school but yeah. if you can get to them earlier yep. and motivate them earlier it makes life so much easier for them on the, on the on the back end right and, and, and i feel and, like uh, oh well i was about to say and the crazy thing you say that is because when they when they actually get understand a lot more then they're going to help change <laughs> the world more while they're coming yeah. up as well so i mean that that's that's going to help the whole situation i get like helping people now but like these the kids that's coming out of school now, this is the future. Mm-hmm. These are the kids who these people are going to be going to looking because this world is changing. It's becoming more technology savvy. Like yeah. everything revolve around technology now. So, yeah, we I agree with you on that. Yo. Yeah. Order, I mean, I agree with that so heavy because I'm a teacher and I just I understand mm. like these kids have to be reached at a certain age yeah. in order to better our generation and our community, because if we don't. Yep. It's gonna keep and, and, it's just we, perpetual motion. Yeah, yeah. We, and we need to, yeah, we really need to, we need to understand that the ed, I feel like the education system, you know, there's a there's a level of understanding. It's a it's like a lot of the, a lot of our mentality is like psychological. Like they yeah. they got our mind. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. what you said was deep. Like 
when you catch them at that certain age, you know what I'm saying? Psychologically, that system mm-hmm. wasn't able to capture their entire imagination yet. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if, a, if a kid can inspire to see himself and see like, yo, I can be that at an early age, that vision is already there. But when you start yep. catching that shit, when you already psychologically fucked, and I see mm-hmm. that shit, it's like, he was smart. He had everything already. Like, he, yeah. he good. That's what we started to believe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's it, bro. That's some deep shit you should just say. Yo, Randy, um, how much time you got? You got 10 more minutes left? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got time. You good. You good. All right. Now, you know, I know how it be. You backed mm-hmm. up all that damn paperwork and shit. Nah, we, we good. We got time. All right. Bro. I don't want to mess up your sh- nah, situation. Nah, we good. Yo, so, so how you feel about smoking weed, bro? Like, what? Like, <laughs> how, how you feel the benefits of smoking weed and why people should or shouldn't? Yeah, it's it's tough because because I mean if if you smoke anything like breathing in smoke is is caustic to your lungs, yeah. so it's like a- anything that you breathe in in terms of smoke is gonna do damage. But there, I mean, there's a ton of benefits to like medical THC. Um, I, I mean, I can't promote anybody inhaling stuff into their lungs that mm-hmm. that could cause damage, but uh, there's other ways to ingest it. And I mean, there's tons of benefits shown for like, um, you know, treatment of anxiety disorders, mood disorders, chronic pain. Um, CBD is huge in the pediatric world in terms of treating seizures. So it's a lot of benefit there. The, the problem is the politics around researching it, because, I mean, they, they made hundreds of millions off locking people up and, and keeping a certain class down for so long. And now it's flipped and they're very slow to be like, all right, yeah, it, it is as beneficial as they once said right. it was. Cause then that means people got to take responsibility for all the stuff they did back in the day and all the wrong they did to, to people of color. And Yo, nobody that, wants to, that shit is to, crazy. to take responsibility. For that. You know why they're not really pushing the research? Because a lot of the research, like, especially like universities, they're funded by the feds. So like, Yep. The USDA, the FDA, they give these university money to do research. Like these land-grant yep. universities, like Rutgers, Virginia State is a land-grant university. They get money from the USDA to do a lot mm. of these researches. So until it's legally, federally, we're not yeah. going to get proper... Re- some states or private companies will do their own independent research, but we're not going to get the budget like you want to see to do the proper like yeah. research until these universities start getting funded properly. Yeah, with you. He's absolutely right. Like it's it's all politically charged. Like uh, even a lot of the research studies that that are that are out there, a lot of them are limited just because there's no funding for it because it's still federally is still illegal. Mm-hmm. So they're just gonna say, nah, we we not we not put no money into that. We not put no money into research for that. Mm. So basically, they saying if I'm giving you this money, you got to do what I tell you to do with it. Bingo. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sad. That, that, that mean that mean they got they they need to be more like Jay Z. Jay Z ain't making no deals like that. <laughs> I need equity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's yo, real. Yo, I appreciate you being a a, a sol- part of the solution, bro. For real. Yeah. We, we, it's this. Yeah. It's it's horrible out here for us. I see. Yeah. It. I live it. Um. Mm-hmm. I guess. It's horrible out here for us, and 
I appreciate seeing you and knowing why. I appreciate seeing you doing it, but I definitely appreciate knowing why you're doing it. You know, it's like that. That's some yeah. real shit that I. Yeah, and I, 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 I with you for that. I bro. Ain't felt like appreciate that. you. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I had a I had to teach myself how to study in college, yo. Yeah. I ain't. Yeah. I, <laughs> that shit's sad, yo. It's hard because they don't teach you that stuff. No, they, don't, they don't. They don't teach it to you like in middle school and high school. They don't teach you how to study. They just teach you how to how to take a test, mm-hmm. maybe if you're lucky. But they don't teach you how to how to really study. That that was one thing I did a lot of seminars on was study skills, like how to how to get organized, how to prepare yourself, how to study smart instead of just being like, all right, I'm gonna go to the library and study. You get hey. there and you spend an hour getting your book open and figuring out what you're going to do versus like having a plan of attack anytime that you're going to go do some work. Like if I'm going to go to the library for three hours, I've already got it planned out. I'm going to be like, all right, the first hour I'm reading this second hour, I'm doing this and the third hour I'm doing that. And then I'm leaving. Yeah. I'll give you credit though. Cause what you did in undergrad was smart as hell. (laughs) What what you doing? He didn't major. He didn't major in pre-med. He majored in African-American studies. And he just yeah. took the courses he needed to get into medical school because they don't, yep. you don't have to be a pre-med major to get into medical school. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, you can so, major in anything that you want. So why put yourself through all that stress? He, he worked taking the system. Off, yeah, he worked, he yeah. worked the system, bro. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I studied public health and, and black history and by virtue of all the prerequisites had a biology minor. But that I didn't like that. So I was like, this is not what I'm interested in studying. So my degree is in public health, my undergrad degree. Uh, just because I was like, I, uh, what I'm studying biology for, I don't want to be a biologist. I don't want to yeah. play with plants or dirt or, or animals. Yeah. yeah. But it was, I had to actively pursue that because I thought when I got there, I was like, oh, you either got to be a bio- biology major biology or a chemistry major, major. Or a pre-chem major. Or- yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I just kept bugging people, and it was like, "Nah, you honestly, you can study whatever you want as long as you you hit this list of prerequisites, and because that's what you got to take to take the MCAT. That's a, the exam you got to take to get into med school, bro. That's as something students do don't that. know. That's something yeah. students today that don't know. I appreciate yeah. you mm-hmm. saying that too. Yeah. I hope they yeah. rewind that, and you know, what I'm saying <laughs> like, like listen, yeah. to, listen through that because he's giving you the code. Like a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, because it's annoying. You taking all them extra science courses, exactly, and then you got to study for it. It's just like, yeah. why? I ain't, ain't want no, no extra science classes that weren't relevant to what I wanted to do. I was like, I'm not about to take plant biology for what? Yeah. Like <laughs> that, that 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 don't interest me whatsoever. I'm not taking that. Like, no, hell no. And once once I got comfortable in saying that, like, no, nah, that I don't like this. I'm not interested in that then that helped me kind of figure out what I wanted, like where my interests were and what motivated me to study. I found stuff that was interesting to me. Bro, you did what you wanted to do, not what yeah. you had to do. Exactly. You know? Yo, what made you, so what made you get your your mindset to that point to where you making these type of decisions on your own? Because the type of decisions that you were making, bro, yeah. was yeah. decisions that people need guidance to. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They, somebody got to be showing them the way. So what 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 got your mind there? Bro, I was scared. I, I was scared of ever going back home to what, like, where I was from, like, what what I was dealing with at home. I just saw so much, like, fucked up stuff that just kids shouldn't see, teenagers shouldn't see. Um, and I was just like, I see 
what these decisions will get me if I go this route. So I'm going to just do the opposite of that. And no matter what it takes to, to do it, I'm going to just do it because I know for a fact if I don't, that's where I'm headed. For real, survival mode. That's what it was. Yeah. How, but how did you know this, this would be a good decision, though? How, how, what did you see to make you say this would be a good decision? Because I mean, oh, like you say, man. if I see if I see a drug dealer making millions of dollars in the street, mm-hmm. and I know I got to go to school for what? Some kids think it's twenty plus years. You got to go to school just to become a doctor. Yeah. But, how many years do you got to go to school to be a doctor though? Because I don't even know. No, it's, it, so it's four years of undergrad. So you got to have your your undergrad degree, and then four years of medical school. So that's eight. And then you you do your residency training, depending on what field of medicine you're in. That could be anywhere from like three to five to six, maybe seven, depending. Like if you want to be a brain surgeon or something, it's going to be like six to seven years. Uh, so we talk in total journey somewhere around like 10 to 11. Mm. Damn, yeah. you starting fucking from pre-K going back up to 11th, 12th grade, man. Yeah. Grade to 12th grade. Again, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, no, yeah. But, but the grip question, though, I didn't want to cut you off, grip, because that yeah. was a good ass question that you was answer, asking. But um, mm-hmm. grip, what did, what you, yeah, what, yeah. What did you, like? So was it like? What did you see to make you say like this would be the right path to take? Like, it was honestly, it was it was something that kind of unfolded over time. Like I knew what the street life was gonna get me, like. My my closest friends was in that. Like I, I lost a friend to, to some gang gun violence when I was a sophomore. That's that's what set me off. I, I'll be real with you. That was the one that I was like, I'll never do this stuff again. Like it, it was a switch, like night and day. Um, man, it's got shot and he died, and I was like fifteen. I was like, nah, this ain't for me. And then I was just like, whatever I got to do to escape that, to get away from it, I don't care. I don't care what it is. I'll do it. And then when I got to college, it was like the same kind of mindset. Like, I don't care what I, if I got to stay up for a month straight to study, and that means I don't have to go back home to that, then I'll do it. I I don't care. So a lot of it was, it was fear. It was fair. I was scared. Of, I was scared of failing because if I failed, that mean that meant I had to go back home, and and I wasn't going back home. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> was not going back home. That, Leon, no, Leon, Leon, seen where I'm where I'm from and what was going on in my house yeah. when I was growing up. Yeah, it was it was no way. It, it was it. It was no way. I was like, nah, I would never go back to that. Sid, you Yo, know, you, know, you want to know something funny? Yo, you know it's funny. This, yeah, you literally live down the street from the campus, like walking distance. Yeah, this thing's like I, nah. I, I could I'm walk not, from my I'm house, living. from my mother's house, to the to campus, <laughs> and I had I to live on campus. You <laughs> still got a, a dorm and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Damn. Uh, <laughs> Yo, he can look yeah. outside and see his house. He's like, bro, yeah. I ain't going back home. I was <laughs> not going back home. Yo, I forgot, he, I forgot he was in the same city. I think, yeah. I think he left home like me. Nah, or bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was walking distance he was from walking the main distance. campus. Like, he we talking five Mary. to ten minute walk. Yeah. Oh, the football stadium like, was across the street, like two yeah. blocks. Yeah. <laughs> 
it was too like you could see I look out my window and I could see the football stadium. Like it was right there. And I was like, nah. So <laughs> that's like somebody going to Francis Mary and living in Florence and saying, bro, I ain't going back home. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> still, <you. laughs> not but I, not I, there. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, kind of motivation, crazy. that kind of motivation gets you. Like I feel like that can get you any whether it's sports or whatever you really, really want to do. If you mm-hmm. got that kind of motivation, like I can't fail and I can't go back to where I'm from, like it's either yeah. this or nothing Bro, else. You got to know how to channel your fear though, because he said it yeah. was the fear of that that motivated. The fear motivated him. We had an episode about fear. Yeah. Because I just mm-hmm. jumped out of a plane and shit, and that's my but um he was saying fear motivated him, but he knew how to direct his fear the way it wanted to go. Yeah, because fear yeah. will cripple you if you yeah. let it. Yeah. yeah, if you too afraid to take a chance or too afraid to go for broke, yeah, you'll you'll be complacent. You'll be like, "Well, it's not worth it. I'm gonna fail anyway, or I don't even want to waste my time." Yeah. That that's when you let fear kind of go too far in yeah. one direction. You gotta you gotta harness that shit and be like, "All right, I, I'm I'm definitely afraid of failing, but what am I more afraid of? Failing or going back to like going back to where I come from or?" not getting what I set out to get. And some of it was like not having no safety net because nobody was going to give me no money. Nobody was going to let me stay with them. So I was like, all right, it's, it's this or nothing. Yeah. Right. And that's that's the problem I think now, like a lot of young kids, especially in high school, they're like, I ain't mm-hmm. going to college. I'm not trying to do this because they mentally, they clock themselves out like this is too hard. You know, yeah. I'm not going to be able to be an engineer. I'm not good at math, shit like that. And that, yeah, they that's defeated really, ahead of time. Yeah, they defeated. Damn, they make them. They make yeah. themselves believe that shit, yo. That's how yeah. powerful yeah. the mind is. It, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's that. I, I used to think like that. I'm not gonna front. I like. I used but, to avoid certain things because I used to just clock myself out. But then I was like, yo, in order to, to, to be successful, you gotta meet. You gotta challenge yourself. So, but, yeah. but it's that, and the streets offer a lot more nowadays as yes. well too. A lot of money, a lot bro, of support. The street offers a lot more, and if. I can, I like I bro. said, like I said before, like I said before, if I can make a thousand dollars in a day and in yeah, three bro. hours, and I got to yeah. sit in the class for uh, seven, I'm gonna go do this three hours. And yeah. only reason, I, only reason I say that is because I see it on an everyday basis. These yeah. kids, now, they do right. this every day. They yeah, do it, right. but it's yeah. but I, I feel like I feel like that's when they don't know what's really important. Like because mm-hmm. when you because you think about think about it, the people that's that's doing that that shit it ain't more rewarding than living a peaceful life bro like I, that's that's yep. it's not so yeah the money may look mm-hmm. like but that shit come with too much so no, that yeah. shit that shit really a trap because remember we talked yeah, about it tweet, yeah because you, yeah. you see the fast money eventually that day you get locked up you're gonna be sick as hell yeah and then the you fast got that money shit go on your, fast you got that yeah. on your record like you were saying tweezy and then you mm-hmm. like damn i gotta change my life this jail shit's suck but then yeah, you yeah. can't get a job but and then yeah, you go back and do the same charges yeah but i will sure. say look at look at these times now like who, who do they like when i say look at the times like it's glorified now to be a gangster to be a drug dealer to make videos like like mm-hmm. i see so on a daily basis i see so many videos of high school kids holding guns up got drugs and everything yeah. in the video now but like it's glorified now and but, that's because, what they mm-hmm. see and that's, that's what yeah, they want to be see. Yeah. And, it's, and it's, not, it's actually kids that come from good stock that see that yeah. and they still want to do it. They think that shit is cool. They want to store it. Yeah. They want they want some clout or they they want some attention that that necessarily ain't even them because they 
Right. They see that and they like, oh, that's that's how I get money or that's how I get access to this stuff. Not realizing like half of them dudes that's making these videos and making this music, they lying anyway. Yep. They're not really from that. They're not really yeah. coming from that because if they was, they wouldn't be talking about it. Real dudes, as real street life, they're not talking about that. They they going in, they do putting in their work and they they getting yeah. it done. Right. But and, I, I, and, I, I will say to reach like the I mean, of course, I want to reach. We want to reach every African American or every colored student. But mm-hmm. to reach the males, like I understand, like when when I when I used to go talk to some of the males, like you ain't got to do this, you ain't got to do that to get this this and the third. It was like, all right, whatever this and the third. When they see me come to school with Jordans, this and that, that on, they like, yeah. oh, so you can you can still buy all this and you work like this. Like they start seeing relatable. that. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. You got to be more relatable to them. But if you got to meet them on their level, yeah. If yeah. they constantly see a white face in front of them every day, like what she know about this or what he know about this, they they that's come they come from this. Man, these men out here changing young yep. black lives, bro. Like, so that that shit is amazing. But we need more of that, and that's the crazy. That's why I'm yeah. saying it because we need. It's not a lot of. Yeah, it. We yeah, need but, more. But some people want to do that shit. They just don't have their channel yet. Like you don't want to hop mm. into some shit, and you can't even give your whole self because you ain't fully in that. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. They got they got to find their people. We got to find our passion in what we want to teach too. Like yeah. uh, then that that because it takes ain't no fucking way I can teach the same shit he teach, but he doing it in mm-hmm. a different way. You know what I'm saying? I can't. But no, you don't have to. I'm saying we need more 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 leaders. that presence in the field. Like yeah, so, say like leaders. if your passion is uh throwing rocks out a window, you can tell somebody <laughs> how to throw a rock out a window the best way than I yeah. can. So yeah. it's, mm-hmm. we we need more of that presence because That's when community. kids when kids just see like yeah. drugs is the driving force and it's I feel like it's more than what we was growing up because I feel like they just get exposed to like it's it's the coolest thing to do to sell drugs to be a dope mm-hmm. boy to drink that's lean this that like technology and social media man it, it really that's the difference that's distorts I, I'm reality glad you said that. yeah. that's the difference that's the biggest difference from when we grew mm-hmm. up because we caught it on the tail end they yeah. got it full bloom now yeah. Mm-hmm. They where where it's it. like, yeah, where it's like, if you don't have that, if you're not doing that, then then you looked at like you soft or you a yeah. chump or something like that, and that's that's one that's always it's always drives me crazy because it's like, yo, you you don't need to be the hood to 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 be somebody who can carry themselves. Like I, I seen Leon put in some serious work when we was younger. He don't carry himself like. Like he ain't got no sense, but if it came down to yeah. it, like, and, and how many people we seen that just threw away their life because they was on they didn't have to, yo. So many just wanted that, like that they was craving some attention, some like some some love, and they you know you go looking for it in the wrong place, and if you find it, it could be it, that shit could be dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I said it's dangerous when you roll with big squads, yo. Yeah, dangerous. They, yeah, they don't got your best interests at heart. They they looking at something yo, else. Me and Brandy, I, I don't know if we could talk about any stories, but we got some crazy stories. Yeah, <laughs> so, I'm so, talking about so 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 why so why you so why you gonna say I don't know if we can talk about the stories, but we got some crazy stories. <laughs> I'm talking about for him, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For him, not me. Yeah, I know. Me, I get what you say. I just hate when people be like, "I got a, I got a crazy story," but I don't know if I can tell. But I can't tell you. Yeah, like yeah, what? Yeah. We yeah. could, we could touch on it a little bit, a little bit. So I got a question. Uh, Regency. 
right? Mm. So how was your regency? Like, especially like, because you know you... What is you was looking is young, black, it, it, you know. Is it residency? What, what, what do you, what do yeah, you me, uh, medical residency. Oh, yeah, medical so residency. Like, <laughs> oh, <right>. Yeah. <laughs> yo, I was long for a second. <laughs> yo, it's a drink, yo. It's a drink. Yo. Yo, you got to do it. That's just standing there. That's just, yo, that, that's just standing here, yo. yo. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that at first. So I kind of knew what he meant. Right. Cut that shit. <laughs> nah, bro. Hell nah. Richie, cut that shit. Richie said, hey, what yo, is regency? Y'all gotta chill. <laughs> he said, what is regency? Nah, yo, we had a funny one this thing, it does. Nah, I thought he was, I thought y'all was speaking a medical term. Yeah, I was like, damn, no, no, no. Y'all know like, some shit I don't he know said about. said it again, I was like, he got to be resident. All right, anyway. Nah, he, was, he, was, he was confident as hell. Anyway, it's a drink, man. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, blame it on the alcohol. Yeah. You should have had some of that sangria you was just not talking about. <laughs> that was the old Leon. I can't that's that anymore. can't get right. Yeah. <laughs> That's the old Leo. I can't, I can't do that. Oh, shit, yo. Uh, what were you saying, though? All right, so Dale and I, you know, you're young. You know, how was the respect factor of it? Going oh, forward? man, they used to oh, ask me if I was The respect factor of what? Come on, why are you cutting it off? <laughs> he said we keeping it. <laughs> oh, I thought you, so you know, he, what you were so saying. So he mean, he asking, like, going into residency, because that's like, you just finished... <laughs> Randy, they joking. They try to get me to say it again so I can fuck Uh, (laughs) (laughs) up. I ain't falling for that track, nigga. Say it one more time, man. Go ahead. I'm trying to think if I fuck up with a word, I'm going to avoid saying it. I ain't stupid, nigga. I'm going to say another word. I got to say that shit. Everybody say, if I can't say it, I'm saying something else. (laughs) Yo, you got to send him that clip. Bro, I'm going to send you that clip, bro. I got that. I'm going to send it to you, buddy. Me that yeah oh, yeah oh but yeah go ahead Please I ain't mean to me cut that. you off bro. all right so yeah being that you know you you look young you black yeah so what was the issues or like how was it how was the experience people want to oh, know oh man they used to ask me if I was like the janitor damn uh, they used to ask me if I was the nurse no disrespect to nurses whatsoever um but when you got a badge on that says that you're the doctor and somebody's like oh are you the nurse? Are you the, the the tech? Are you? It was always something besides what I was. Or mm-hmm. I'll come in, introduce myself. I'm Doctor Jackson. Nice to meet you. And they're like, "Okay, Mister Jackson." Mm-hmm. Or people will call me by my first name, like, "Okay, Randy." And I'm like, "Now nah, we, Dang. you know, this is this, we in a professional environment. It still happens. It, it happens to me every day at work where I'm at currently." So how do you handle that? Uh, uh, when I was in residency, I mean, I used to, I pick and choose my battles. So depending on what the situation was, I'll say something. Um, I usually try to be polite about it. Like, nah, well, actually, I'm this person. Like, I'm the, I'm the doctor, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Uh, now, I got much less tolerance for it. So I'm pretty abrupt about it. Like, no, like, no. Nah. Yeah. Somebody call me by my first name. It's like, no, we, nah. Yeah, I, I don't like it. And it's, it's, a, it's a ploy by people. It's, it's what people do when they feel intimidated on the inside. So they like, yo, this black dude is like, this, this is 
the doctor, like he's intelligent and it makes people feel inferior about themselves. Mm. And that, and then they, they subconsciously bring you down. Like it, it happens all the time. Like I was taking my dog for a walk a couple of weeks ago and I'm talking to some nurses that live in my, my apartment complex. And I was like, Oh, I'm on call. I might get a call from the pharmacy and the nurse that, who I was speaking with, she was like, Oh, are you a pharmacy tech? Oh, and I'm just man. like, no disrespect to pharmacy techs. Like I, I don't, you know, mean to, to step on anybody else's job, but it's like, why, why, why is that the first thing that you jump to? Right. Like what, why is it that? Like if, if I look different, would, would you make that same assumption? But we, we all know we the know, answer to we that. Know, yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. That's Sorry. crazy. They could have yeah. actually used a pharmacist. They said tech. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And in my mind, I'm like, you, you a nurse, you work in the healthcare fear, healthcare field. What pharmacy tech is on call? Mm-hmm. That, that's not a thing. That's a nine to five yeah. straight. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's something. She, like, so that's something she should have known. That was like a yeah. sneak disc. No, so that yeah. was a, that was it a was, sneak disc. It was a sneak disc. Yeah. Damn. It, it happens a lot, and it's. I mean, it it still burns me up, but the way I look at it now is like it's it's people acting out of their own fear and anxiety or, or feelings of inferiority. So they, they try and project that onto you. So I'm just like, man, that's, that's your own ignorance. That that's you being self-conscious about yourself. That's something between you and you. That ain't got nothing to do with me. And the crazy thing is that's how, that's how they were brought up. Like that, like that, that's the thing. That's the scary part. It's, we got to understand that it's, it ain't only our world we living in. They're living in theirs yeah. too. You get what I'm saying? So yep. the system grooms all of us. It grooms yeah. all of us, but just more so against us yeah. rather than them. We, yeah. we got to understand this. It's that, that it's a real, this is a real mm-hmm. thing. If you don't think outside of what you see going on, you're in trouble. Yep. Like that, that that's the thing, bro. Yeah. It's like they groom to only see us in certain lights. And like part of that I blame on, the media part of it, I blame on some of the music part of it. I just blame on lack of like role models and, and lack of uh, community. Uh, but then the other part, I completely blame on ignorance from people that's at, that's outside of us that don't look like us. Cause it's just like, yeah, what, what would prompt you to, to say that? Like, would you say that to anybody else? And it's, it's always a, a resounding no, but it's like people feel feel like they can do that, like they feel entitled that they could say these kinds of things and do that. And I'm like, nah, we we not doing that. We're not playing those games. That's crazy. Yeah, and you gotta think like those sort of people, they like you said, you made a good point when you said like the people that you're around, we're not really accustomed to anything other than ourselves because how mm-hmm. the system was built. Them too. So mm-hmm. th- that's the that's the thing we gotta we gotta make sure that we uh, we realizing like yo, we damn near can't even expect to naturally understand each other because it's two totally different worlds. You really yeah. gotta work on yourself to be but, able to understand. You, you know, so Tweezy, um, you know how you said when you you from Florence and you. They got like they still got all black high schools and shit. I didn't even think that shit existed yeah. anymore. Yeah, we went to all black high school, bro. So I was telling them like we Damn. come from a town where we from the most diverse area. Yeah, right? 
So yeah. for us to go somewhere, it's it's nothing for us to adapt. That's that's crazy. Bro, that's something that we've seen everything. Yeah. That's something uh, that had, no, to the point. Look, this is how it is in the South. I went to a a black elementary school, not as the blackest, but the a black elementary school, all black mm-hmm. middle school, all black high school, all black college. So Damn. when I went, when I went to Newberry, it was a predominantly mm-hmm. white private college. I couldn't adapt. I had to leave. Yeah, I had to, I, I couldn't. I, I, it was too much of a culture shock. I was like, "Yo, I can't. I don't even know how to make friends at this mug. Like, like it's. Mm. So I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna go back to what I know." Yeah. So then I stay. I end up. The league was calling me, and I stayed with one of my white professors. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? For like three months or some shit to train for the league in Richmond. A uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, lesbian white pro- older white professor, completely outside of what I'm used to at all. That's crazy. And then, and then being around her, you know, I'm going to like her functions, going to her gym, mm-hmm. her her world. That shit opened me up to different people right there, bro. Mm-hmm. Like then I started like, yo, I I I got best of both sides almost. You know what I'm saying? I got the ends yeah. on both sides, so that shit made me want to broaden my perspective. You start so, learning how to mingle with with different groups. Everybody and yeah. people always ask me like, "Yo, how can you talk to so many different type of people?" I get that shit all the time, and it was because mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people get to experience what I experienced, where you from from one world completely, then go to a, mm-hmm. a dramatic other world completely, and then you mm-hmm. find the balance in the two. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's so, hard to do. It's hard to do, bro. Yeah, it's hard to do. So, shit, I did that shit. I had to. <laughs> I had to. Yeah. Bro. Mm-hmm. I would back. Back home too. Yeah, you can't have that tunnel vision. It's just like you you grow up one way, you learn one way, but then you get out in the real world and it's like so many different cultures, so many different kinds of people. It's like, yo, if you don't learn how to interact and, and talk to whoever, it's gonna limit your like limit your growth. Yo, can I ask a question? Um yeah. why 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 does the black and the white matter when you go into the doctor? Why it matter what color you are? Like, does it? Is there some health difference? Like, not health. Is yeah. There like anatomy differences to make. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Back in the day, they tried to make it seem that way. Like we were genetically different, like an anatomically different. Really, is for uh, what we call social determinants of health. So, if you black, you the likelihood that you're gonna get high blood pressure or diabetes or like chronic illnesses is so much higher because of what people of color in this country have had to go through like chronic Based on your community invisible too. stress yeah yeah yep. you might not you, people are surviving off of bodegas and shit like that yeah certain certain neighborhoods they mm-hmm. they eat their dinner from the corner store yeah there's like <laughs> so, stuff like that that i think that's why they they look at race because because for me it shouldn't matter but when you when you're looking at a, a racially charged society that we live in it it plays such a huge role in like the the social stuff that that plays on your your health. <clears throat> that shit crazy. I wonder when that started yeah. then, because I, I wonder when they said, "Oh yeah, we got to make sure that." I wonder why that shit started. Like we got to make I'm, sure. Oh, if they black, or if they we got to know before we go in because they might have diabetes. Like why that shit started? Is it because of what we were fed during slavery? So they knew that shit that was gonna create. This? That's that's part of it, 
Um, another part of it is just like all the studies that have been done on different demographics and, and seeing what the certain outcomes are. They learn that like, oh, if you're black and you're from this place or you have these medical problems, you are like 10 times as likely to develop this. And they tried to they tried to pin that on, oh, it's because they're black. They didn't take a step back and say, oh, no, it's not because of the color of their skin. It's because of the way society has treated them due to the color of their skin. So the color of your skin doesn't make you more susceptible to diabetes. The, the color of your skin and the way that you were treated because of that and your access in society across all lines, education, food, all that, that's what plays into poor health outcomes. But they don't, to admit that means that you have to admit that something wrong happened here for a long time. And, and like we've been saying all along, nobody wants to take responsibility for that stuff. Yeah, that's a real shit. I think mental health too, like. Oh my, yeah. The community, we don't get mental, like we don't get therapy we anything don't. like that. People get shot and killed. We just go on with the next day. Yeah. Like you go to some of these big schools with money, like this is a regular school, like in the suburbs, somebody gets shot, they start offering programs. Like, do you need to mm-hmm. talk to somebody and you need some counseling? Somebody gets yeah. shot one time in their whole life, they need counseling and all this stuff. But like mm-hmm. look, this is an example. You go to Chicago, that's a fact. Somebody yo. might see Damn. 10 of their friends die in like two they years. Don't no they don't get no, no therapy help. or nothing. That's that's crazy. And you're that's talking about true. like uh a soldier might go to war and see one of the you know peoples get killed in battle and they they suffer from PSD PSD just one uh, they, can, they can see one PTSD, PTSD. PTSD. Yeah, yeah they suffer from that yeah like you said it's, it's the drink. one it's the drink y'all mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but, um, PST. <laughs> but you go you go but you go to the hood there's people yeah. that see multiple of their peoples die and they don't get no Yo, treatment that's a fact so bro. That, that's, that's a fact. They got a lot to do with it, believe it or not. But yeah, oh yeah, yes, yes. The, the stigma on mental health in the black community. I mean, it's is real. Like as black dudes, especially like we not allowed to be sad. We not allowed to deal with yeah. emotions. We supposed to just tuck it away and just keep moving forward. And that's bro. like it's a it's a toxic trait. Bro. That's a fact. Yeah, because I've been through therapy, bro. Like I'm one of the one of the few black men in our community that actually went to therapy and mm-hmm. grip he know me the longest he can attest to you that that, that shit changed me bro yeah that, mm-hmm. that shit changed me yo like it is it's, yeah. it's something that we are mentally scarred from the very beginning we yes. are unaware of it because it was from the very beginning yeah it's so, all we so, know yeah and if it's all you know then you don't even realize like how much influence it has on you yeah yeah, yeah. So that, that's some real shit that you said. Well, well um, thank you for your time, Dr. Real. Jackson. Yeah, Dr. No Jackson, doubt. man. No Dr. doubt. Jackson. We're take Yo, a give, him to Cali. Of, give, give him a round of applause, yeah. man. Give Dr. Nah. Jackson a round of applause, bro. So they Appreciate gonna, it, man. Yeah, yeah bro. Of course. Uh, we go, we go, yeah. We supposed to be shooting a, a live show in Cali. But, You're more than welcome. Just hit me up. Just let me know. Yeah, man, we need to we need to get acquainted, man. I don't know if yeah. you got any social media, anything that I could follow, or like yeah. just get on, get on, get on, get on that level, man. Because I appreciate your mind, bro. Like for real, absolutely, yeah. real, recognized, real. You know, that's, yeah. that's a real thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a real thing. So, 
Yeah, we'll get oh, it. Yeah. So, Richard, you can cut it. Oh, shit, you was ending that shit, right? Richard, don't cut it. Go ahead. <laughs> 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 no, no, go ahead, Boogie. Nah, you, you good. I nah. mean... Go I'm ahead, Grip. Grip. Go ahead and do the ending. Yeah, I guess so. You got anything else you wanted to leave us with, Dr. Jackson? I mean, y'all just y'all just keep doing what y'all doing, man, because it's it's important to have these kind of conversations because it it don't happen enough. We I, I think as black dudes, we we program to like be standoffish and program to be like, you know, who's that other dude over there? I don't know them, and not have these kind of conversations and not grow and not get different perspective. And it's it's so helpful to like, you know, we we both black, all four of us, but we got different outlooks and different perspectives on life because of where we come from yeah. so it's good to have that kind of that that discourse because you learn so much you, you gain so much like perspective and, and, and knowledge on like how how other people view the world and it's important Facts, so yeah. that's some real shit yo um go ahead, go ahead bro. like i appreciate you man for real yes yeah, i'll yeah, definitely yeah. be in touch man yeah oh, thank yeah. you for calling Absolutely. in man. yeah nah of course Cool. A lot of knowledge tonight, for real, that a lot of people need to hear. Always happy, always happy to help, man. Leon, that's my, that's that's my A one since, since, yeah, since fourth grade. So yeah. you know, yeah. my my fiance, she know because she she's seen fake friends come in and out, and she's like, nah, you you don't have like a handful of dudes that's always been there no matter what, and he he's one of them because it's just like. We we done been through so much shit, seen so much shit together, and, and seen the growth in this. Yeah, I should. This thing like, used to get frustrated in medical school, and I'm like, yo, you better not quit. You yeah, about like a quarter million dollars in debt. You about four hundred racks in debt, nigga. You better not stop. You just be like, you'll you be alright. You you like, you'll be alright. Yeah, take, take a little time off and get back to it. You'll be alright. Yeah, uh, that's some real shit, yo. Yeah, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy though? His girls are dentists. So this nigga hit the jackpot on both ways, yeah. yo. Yeah, for real, bro. We don't fuck around. Yeah, <laughs> that's real. Yeah. That's some real shit, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, we gonna we gonna set up Cali. We we trying to do a live yeah. show. We working our way to it, but you know, yeah, we gonna just let there. me know. Where? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's do that shit. Oh yeah, I'll be here. Yeah. Yo, this is what life is about, bro. Like that's mm-hmm. that's this is what life is about, yo. I appreciate that's this it. podcast. I appreciate us coming up with this podcast, yo, because if we yeah. this type of shit wouldn't even happen. Yeah. Exactly. So yo, I appreciate us. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm gonna that's what that's what I'm gonna toast to when we uh redo the shit, yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But go ahead, Grip, man. All right, yeah. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap everything up here, fellas. Been a great show. I feel like we we all got a lot gained a lot of knowledge today from each other mm-hmm. and from Dr. Randy here. And Facts. today I want to leave Dr. y'all. Jackson. Dr. G. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what I what I said. Dr. Randy. Oh. It's Dr. all good. My bad. My bad. Nervous, y'all. Don't worry. I'm not nervous. <laughs> my bad, Dr. Jack. Oh, it, it's the drink. Uh, my you bad. Good? It's, it's the it's drink. My bad, man. <laughs> I'm gonna pull a Leah on you. It's the drink. I ain't never talked to a black doctor before. <laughs> I'm gonna leave y'all with my quote for the night, man. Do what you mm-hmm. can with all you have wherever you are. So once again, do what you can with all you have wherever you are. 
Yeah, that's yo, that's real. perfect. That's perfect for the mm-hmm. night, yo. That's perfect. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. All right.